Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matt Carroll. This is Jeff Randall. This is me. That's me. That's you. That's is this you? guy. Yeah, we're going to be covering the episode five of season two, Hen in the Wolf House. Yeah. Tonight, as well as talking about a little news, there's not that much news to talk about tonight. There really has been not anything for news this week. <laughs> we got a few things, um, but I, I feel like I'm, I'm super excited. We just finished watching the episode, and I'm super excited because the thing that's most exciting news-wise is... Uh, the first real trailer of Marvel's Avengers 2 Age of Ultron is going to be shown next week. During the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. episode. That super surprised me. Yeah. I had no idea that was coming. And, I, I, yeah, that's huge. That's huge. huge, huge. <laughs> like, I've, I, I thought for sure they were going to show it in theaters. Yeah, and I thought like, for sure I was going to have to go see a movie. <laughs> I didn't want to have to go to a theater for this. It's like, you would think, like, Interstellar or X big movie, Y big movie, freaking yeah. Super Bowl, like, anything else other yeah. than this. And then it's like, but it's genius. It's an episode, it's so genius. Yes, because they're gonna play it on this episode, and then it's gonna that's gonna get so many more Marvel fans, which makes me makes me think, what is next week's episode gonna be about? And I, we we saw a little clip uh, at the end there, but I I have a feeling it's gonna be a really good one because I think that I think if if it, if they're doing anything right marketing wise they're gonna pick an episode that would hook a lot of Marvel fans yeah something and they're that's gonna, gonna, be gonna like, have a really big turn yeah and so if if they can get a bunch of Marvel people that are want to see this Age of Ultron trailer that maybe gave up on Agents of Shield after season one, like halfway through season one or whatever yeah and if they come back for this episode and see how good it's gotten uh, we might we might see a big spike in the uh, ratings yeah and that would be nice It'd be really nice because it's been climbing a little bit but like it's it's been not as good as like you remember like uh season 1 pilot mm-hmm. had the most amazing ratings like beat out Gotham's opening ratings Oh really? Yeah. Hmm. And like it's just fallen off since then. Just casually fallen off like crazy. <laughs> hmm. I don't know that it's necessarily casually but still. Yeah. Well, and I mean other than the trailer this week, there hasn't really been much news other than, like, you know, there's there, there's the, the zillions of Doctor Strange rumors going around. Yeah, cause like, none you know, of which are really... Yeah, nothing there nothing is really true. <laughs> nothing there really is true or news. Stanley's house is for sale, which yeah. has nothing to do with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, <laughs> except he's in every movie. Yeah, that's, I, I guess mean, that's, uh, his house is up for $3.75 million. Do you think he'll show good up? for that, you know? Do you think he'll show up in season two? Uh, the Agents of Shield. I know they yes. showed him last season. Yeah. See, I, I'm, I'm curious if they're going to just do it where they sh- have him show up in every show, or if they have him show up in every season of every show. Because <laughs> he showed up last season in a really funny way. I think he's going to show up cameo style in every season. That that would make more sense. I hope so. I hope so. Because that'll get him on each and every Blu-ray, as well. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's fun. I really want to get the Blu-ray for season one. There's so many behind-the-scenes features that I want to watch. I, don't, I haven't even seen any trailers for it. I just know that they're there, huh. and I want to watch them. Yeah, I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't either. I haven't seen any of that stuff yet. Might it's on Amazon. To... Oh, the uh, it's on Amazon Prime? No, no, like... Um, oh, the, the DVDs Ordering the, the Blu-ray stuff <laughs> right. is available on Amazon. So, um, yeah, like, other than, like, Stanley's house is for sale, there's a million casting rumors for Doctor Strange because everybody wants everybody to do it. 
Uh, there's like Awesome Mix Volume One is going to be released <laughs> on cassette. Yeah, that's some interesting news. It's going to have a limited release on cassette. Yeah, and I might have to get it. It's really just it's a gimmick thing. Oh to sure, get a little bit more money. Sure, for but sure. I'm okay with that because then you'll have like the cassette. I'm going to have to get it for my dad for Christmas because <laughs> he, he really enjoyed the movie. And uh, does he does he have a cassette he, player? He does in his car. You know. Oh my god! I just realized we have a like one of those old like John Hughes movie style like nice. boomboxes. I'm probably going to buy it. I'm probably going to buy it. Oh my god! I could I'm do that. Go out into a thrift store and find myself a cassette player. <laughs> I think I might still have my old like Walkman. Oh yeah. But that's like perfect. The cassette Walkman. I'm gonna have to get. That's actually real, even better. I'm gonna have to get that cassette and get a real Walkman that has the little orange things, the, <laughs> the actual ones. If if you look up Star Lord's Walkman on Amazon, you can get the actual Walkman that he has in the movie, or like that orange with the orange headphones and everything. Well, wow. I'd really like to get that. Is it like several hundred dollars? <clears throat> I don't know. Oh, we need to look that up. No, no, it didn't seem like it was very expensive. It might have been a toy though. I don't know if it was functioning. It may have just been a prop. Ah. I hope it's functioning. And if it is, I'm going to get that, and I'm going to get... And that's so, the only thing you're going to play in it. Two, yeah, two and a half years from now, when I'm, when I'm, when I'm thin like Star-Lord, when I, when I do my Chris Pratt transform, transformation. Um, <laughs> so so you, you started your diet a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah, four pounds so, so far. started your Drax diet, four, four pounds so far? Four pounds so far. And nice. I'm, I'm, I haven't even worked out. I just, I've been just eating back. properly, and <laughs> like... I, I've got this little like calorie, calorie calculator thing. That's like how much you need to eat to lose X amount of weight. Yeah. Over you know a week, and I was like, okay, let's be realistic. Sedentary lifestyle, <laughs> two pounds a week, <laughs> and it's actually it's not that bad as far as the diet. I just have to eat like you know not garbage. Yeah. So like it's no really, bacon really double cheeseburgers. Well, starting I my biggest problem. I probably have a hundred pounds on myself of pure soda. <laughs> Just like not exaggerating. If I have not, if I had not had soda ever, I would probably be at least a hundred pounds lighter than I am right now. <laughs> it's like not even an exaggeration. It's really unfortunate. It's very unfortunate. I am the biggest soda addict. I'm, I'm, I'm such an addict. You need to get a lock on that. So that's so going to kill you. I'm starting tomorrow. I'm going to drop to, just like two cans a day, and then next week one can a day. Jeez, because I gotta get off of them, and I just I need to step down because otherwise I'm gonna crash hard and have really bad withdrawal, which I've done before, and it's it's, yeah, it's really bad. I, I I have like the worst withdrawal you've ever seen. Like I I have to, I can't get out of bed. That, that's how bad like caffeine withdrawal is. I have um like horrible nausea and headaches and light sensitivity and just like achiness. It's it's yeah, awful. I, I had a headache for a day and a half, and I was the grumpiest person alive. <laughs> but like when I when I cut out the like liter of Mountain Dew every morning to wake me up routine, <laughs> like I felt a lot better about myself. Yeah, I mean, yep. I still like since then. You know, it's been a couple of years since I've done that, but like since then, it's been like a cup of coffee in the morning if I feel like it. Yeah, and um, here lately, it's just. Like, I'll drink a cup of coffee because I've got pumpkin spice creamer, and I'm, like, an addict for the fall flavors. <laughs> like, this season is delicious. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, okay. 
Well, we won't, we won't talk way too off much. Topic. We won't talk too much about our weight loss. We promise. But we are going to be checking in with it because we're using. Uh, Do we need to each start other. posting pictures? Yeah, we should. That'd be. I don't know. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> um, just of my before picture. I'm just embarrassed. This is me, podcast audience. I'm a big, big guy. <laughs> um, but anyway, we're on the Star Lord and Drax diet. You, if anybody else needs to lose weight, you should join us and be our help us be accountable. <laughs> Hold us accountable. This, 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 it's a whole audience, just like dress up as, um, dress up as, uh, you know, the guardians. The guardians uh, for for Avengers or for Guardians too. That could work. That could yeah. Work. Get everybody in on it. Yeah, man. What was that last piece of news that I'd posted? Um. I think oh, a- the poor subtitles, uh, oh, yeah. Guardians in China, which uh, if y'all haven't heard, there's been, a, there's been reports that there's uh, apparently some mistranslations on at the least, subtitles. At uh, least 80 mistranslations. Guardians in China. Um, it's still doing pretty well, though. Yeah, it's still broken, you know, October release records. It's still gotten up to like 735 million um, over like worldwide. And it's, you know, it's number three in the MCU as far as gross uh, worldwide profits or worldwide wow. sales. It's crazy. Which is like, that's huge. It's really huge. It's kind of unfortunate that, you know, they didn't translate it quite right. Yeah. <laughs> you won this round, Bay. <laughs> nope. Never give in. <laughs> Never, Never surrender. Give, Never give up. Never surrender. Um, the only other piece of news I thought about talking about a little bit, we won't talk about much because it's not really in our universe, but uh, DC announced its plans for its cinematic universe. Yeah. I read that and I was really disappointed with like <clears throat> the fact that the Nolanverse is not going to be in it and the Arrowverse is not going to be in it. Yeah, and none of that. The like any of the CW series stuff is not going to be in it, or Gotham, or Gotham. Like none of that's going to be canon I've with their movies. There's a slight chance that Constantine is going to be canon. The hell? Because there's some sort of character that's already planned to be in both for some reason. But I don't know. I don't know. That's that's something it's I heard somewhere. Ridiculous. Um, but I doubt it. I doubt they're going to use any of the TV universes. And I understand the temptation of that and being like. We want we want our movies to be able to make completely freely creative decisions without being slave to any television shows. But like Marvel has such a good model. Of course, <laughs> if you're going to follow a formula, follow it right. <laughs> right? They're like it's like they're trying to do what Marvel's doing, but they're not doing it wholeheartedly. They want to keep their they want to have their cake and eat it too. They want to have their little <laughs> TV universe and then they want to consume those same characters on the screen. And it's I'm 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 a little worried about the mass public getting superhero fatigue because yeah. we already have so many superhero movies being released, and now that DC is going to start to do two a year, it's going to get crazy. There's going to be a lot of. I mean, we've already got Marvel doing two or three a year. You got DC doing two a year for the next five years, and that um, they haven't even announced standalone Batman or Superman movies. So that that's very possible that there's going to be those as well in the next t- in five years. Yeah, they said they were going to work those in yeah, so, somewhere. So, so that's probably going to be three a year some years. Then you've also got Fox and Sony doing their things with Spider-Man, X-Men, and um, Fantastic Four. And so you've got so many superhero movies. And then think about movies. the possibility of Spider-Man... Uh, like the crossover with Sony and Marvel doing like the Spider-Man and Avengers. Yeah. Oh little yeah. Ma- little meetup thing. Yeah. If that if that happens, it's like gonna if be... that happens, it's it's gonna get out of hand. Mm-hmm. 
and people like us won't mind. I'm a little worried that the mass public is going to get a little bit superhero fatigue, or and we're going to like lose lose audience for some of these things, or they're just not going to be discerning, and they're not going to know that oh we need to see the Avengers because that's the best thing, yeah. <laughs> or the Guardians because that's the best yeah. thing, and they're those those you know kids who don't know better are going to go see you know the next whatever movie it's just not going to be the quality <laughs> they're going to watch like well yeah there's there's that possibility that like kids are going to watch like batman v superman dawn of justice and think that's a superhero movie and be like yeah i'm not so interested in these superhero movies anymore so i'm not going to watch the next marvel thing and then marvel's going to be like the greatest thing ever yeah. ever yeah, it's it, and I mean, like dominate it, but they didn't go to see it because they didn't think it was going to be any good. Or they, they'll think you know superhero movies aren't for me because it's dark and brooding. And then you've got these really great, fun superhero movies over here uh, that are you know not what they think of. They're going to think, oh, it's another superhero movie. I'll stay away. And yeah. I really, I really hope that 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 all this DC madness doesn't hurt Marvel in a way that I'm not expecting. I'm not worried about them as a competitor to Marvel. I'm worried about them as like a a, like a through a mirror darkly type like <laughs> <laughs> type situation like oh this is not this is not what we wanted you're so, you're ruining the whole comic book brand um you're making everybody else look bad stop i hope it's not bad though yeah i, I genuinely hope how great would it be if we had two universes that were as good as the marvel universe is now I just I can't I can't imagine them pulling it off. I, I just but I don't see it happening I'm because hopeful. DC movies are generally so bad. Eh, I mean they've gone back and forth over the years. DC trailblazed a lot of things um, with those early Batman movies. Tim Burton trailblazed. Agreed. <laughs> but that's DC man. Uh, yeah. th- those movies were DC, and then after Tim Burton it, and 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 the Dark Knight trilogy has some shining spots. Yeah, his um, name was he's is Heath Ledger. He's dead. I liked other parts of that movie, especially that movie. The second, the second in the Dark Knight trilogy, I really, really enjoyed. Yeah, it was a really good film. Yeah, I didn't like Batman Begins as much. It just it seemed a little out there. Really? I guess it wasn't. It didn't feel like a Batman movie. It wasn't all like. You know, dark and gritty, and I'm a superhero kind of thing. Like, I disagree. I, I think I it was really dark and gritty, and the I just didn't feel it. For its time, it was the most realistic superhero movie there ever yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For its time, they'd never taken a superhero that seriously until they until Batman Begins, um, and they took it real serious and put it in a real world. Um, and I think they tried too hard. I liked Batman Begins. I, I, looking back, it's not as good as a lot of the things that have come out since, but I mean, for I, its time. I will say that I liked Batman Begins more than I liked Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight Rises was garbage. Yeah, I don't like Dark Knight Rises It was Rises a steaming pile. Yeah, it's real bad. <laughs> real, real bad. Real I'm glad, bad. I'm glad we agree on that. Like, so bad. Anyway, so like, if, like if, you haven't heard, if you haven't heard, DC has announced 10 new movies I guess we should actually say what the news is. Yeah. DC has announced a slate of 10 movies that are coming out over the next five years, from 2016 all the way to 2020. Yep. <laughs> These include two Justice League movies, Batman vs. Superman, of course, um, Dawn of Justice, um, a Wonder Woman standalone movie, an Aquaman. Aquaman standalone movie, a Cyborg standalone movie, a Green Lantern standalone movie, um... 
Have they announced a Green Lantern? They have. It's the last in the slate. Uh, so they announced okay. it being in 2020, one of the, there's also one of the, the last uh, things. There's also the Shazam movie. That's, that's one, yeah, Shazam. Yep. There's one more, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not thinking of, but I'm not worried about it. <laughs> <laughs> not important. Anyway, a lot of DC stuff coming. Um, so if we're, if you're, if you're Be a Marvel, on the lookout, Marvel fans. Yeah, if you're just a Marvel purist, then we have, we have our, um, our enemy is rising. <laughs> we're trying to. But uh, but yeah, so I'm I'm I don't know I'm 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 just not excited about it. Yeah, not excited about the DC movies. I don't hate them. I'm n- don't I don't wish them to be bad. I just am not excited about them yet. Yeah. I have no re- I don't feel like I have a reason to be. No. Didn't didn't particularly like Man of Steel. I didn't hate Man of Steel. Didn't particularly like it. I don't know that I hated it. I probably disliked it more than you did though. Oh yeah. Like the last half of the movie was just utter rampant destruction that is so not Superman. I feel like the whole movie did not capture what Superman is to me. Yeah. That's fair. Well, did you watch Superman the animated series back in like the nineties? Yeah. Yeah, I did too. And that's what Superman's supposed to be. And that wasn't what Superman or that wasn't what Man of Steel was. Yeah. Um and I mean there's different versions of different stories, and I'm fine with them going a different way. <laughs> but there's certain core concepts in the, in the in the in the Superman universe that I think are important. One of the major ones for me is the character of Pa Kent. For me, um, <laughs> Superman's always been kind of he he descends from a race of dicks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, most yeah. of most of the Kryptonians we actually encounter end up being kind of dicks. Um, so far, and his yeah. father Jarrell like sent him away and he has these he has this birthright of powers that could make him a dick mm-hmm. in the same way that his that his ancestors were but he was raised by this farm family yeah these and he was nice taught, guys he was taught how to be you know how to be a good man by Paul Kent mm-hmm. and in instead in Man of Steel all Paul Kent teaches him to do hide is hide hide who you are never show it and it never show it. Even, Conceal it. Don't reveal it. Yeah. Even at the cost show. of your own father who you love. <laughs> um, even, and not to mention, see, Pa Kent should have raised Superman to, 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 to risk himself So about self-sacrifice. There's nothing about self-sacrifice in that movie. At all. Uh, and, and, except, and that's all Superman except is. For, except for Pa Kent self-sacrificing himself but only continuing the thing of like don't reveal yourself it's more important that you stay hidden than anything in the world like <laughs> no it's not <laughs> it's so really in this, not in this movie we have a completely flipped where it's not until he meets his father Jarrell through holograms that he you know that he decides oh i'm i'm going to go do something greater yeah <laughs> and it's it's just it's a weird flip it's almost like they wanted to get away from the all american boy thing um yeah but then at the end of it he's just like i was raised in kansas i'm as all american as you can get and i was just like no no you're not mm. not based on like every other superman thing ever no you're not <laughs> Uh, what do you mean? No, just he wasn't the whole like the the American ideal of like sacrifice everything for the good of everybody, or like sacrifice yourself for the good of oh, everybody. Oh, he wasn't living up in the in in the film. He wasn't living up to that ideal. Is what you're yeah. saying? Yeah, I got gotcha. you. And like, 
he's all like, I'm as all-American as you can get. I'm like, no, you don't match any other Superman thing ever. <laughs> so... And again, I don't mind them changing things. I just didn't like the way they went with it. They took away yeah. some of the core of the character for me. Yeah, and if I, you're going to do that, just make a different character. At that point, you're only using the character for a skin that sells tickets yeah. instead of like taking what makes the character the character and writing a movie about it. Yeah. So I don't, I, I don't like that. And um, hopefully they'll get Batman right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like I like Ben Affleck. I really do, and hopefully they'll get him right. I haven't seen much, if any, of his newer stuff. Like I, when I say newer, I mean like since Daredevil. Um, <laughs> so that, I really kind of t- turned you off there. Yeah, well, but I actually haven't seen a lot of his newer stuff either. But um, I've seen a lot of his older stuff, and he's he's a pretty. Darn good actor. Yeah, I mean, I liked him in like Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, Goodwill Hunting. And um, in Dogma, he was great. Oh, he's great in Dogma. Oh, his, his so good. His role, his and Matt Damon's role in Dogma are amazing, and yep. not just funny. They're amazing. Yes. Um, the way, the way they depict their like missing heaven and God's presence, and mm-hmm. like, um, a lot like and the way they want to get back. Their motivation is so like visceral in the movie and it's just yep. man it's so good and then so, so good like then his ultimate fall i guess his ultimate fall since you know um loki was just kind of like oh, he went he he went nuts i'm just drinking yeah but like his ultimate fall like where he goes nuts like there's so much just raw emotion in that and it's mm-hmm. so great and like what happened daredevil what happened Bad directing, bad writing. Yeah, bad and, and, and and watching Daredevil or thinking about Daredevil, I haven't watched it in ten or twelve years. <laughs> we should rewatch that. <laughs> we maybe maybe we should. Uh, the, the, the new series is coming up, and we should catch up on what we what we don't remember. <laughs> we should, we um, should use it as like a contrasting point. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think that um, Daredevil. I don't think Daredevil was his fault. I, I, no, it wasn't his thinking, fault. But everybody blames him because he's thinking, the face of it. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. But thinking about the movie, he wasn't that bad. His acting wasn't horrible. It was the choices of everything else in the movie. <laughs> was, I don't know. It was literally everything it around just, the, him the that was horrible. Felt super cartoony. Um, it doesn't feel grounded at all. Yeah. Um, well, see, that's the thing with with a Daredevil movie or a Daredevil like piece it's got to be gritty because that's what kind of hero he is yeah it's got to be gritty it's got to be less cartoony it's it's i mean he got hit with radioactive material in the face and it you know blinded him and gave him like super perception yeah so that's not necessarily realistic but it's got a (laughs) better chance of being realistic yeah so it can be more grounded in reality than say uh thor or you know any of those, any of the X Men things? Yeah, like it's he, just, in a way, it's a he's just a guy. Peak, yeah, he's he's a guy at peak peak physical performance, and he just turns that into being a, a hero. Yeah. Like, there's so much that you could do with that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I agree, and they just they went, and they just didn't <laughs> got weird with it. And uh, Bullseye was that was that uh, Colin Colin Farrell Colin Farrell's character. Yep. I Who found... has been rumored as being looked at for Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah? Yeah. 
I don't know how I feel about that. I like Colin Farrell in some things. Not in Daredevil, though. I thought he was awful. He's... I like him every now and again. I like him I like him in some things. I like him in more independent things that I've seen him in. I liked him in Phone Booth. Yeah, Did I liked him in Phone Booth. Yeah. I liked him in uh, In Bruges a lot. I never saw that one. It was good. Was it? Mm-hmm. Oh, before we move to the episode, we need to talk about one more thing. All right. We need to give a shout-out. Oh, Yes. We need yes, to give a do. shout out and some thanks. Yes, we got our first five star uh, iTunes review. So uh, we just wanted to say thank you uh, to uh, Frosty U eighteen. Uh, I, I hope I don't know how to say that exactly, but Frosty U eighteen gave us a five star review on iTunes, and we were trying to say thank you so much. He's, he talks about the comics knowledge that we don't. I mean, that we portray. <laughs> portray <laughs> portray is a good word. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it's it's really really nice of you, Frosty. You thank you very much, um, and uh, we appreciate it. If any of you guys want to leave feedback for us, we'd really appreciate it. Of course, five star iTunes reviews is a great way to leave feedback. <laughs> if you write <laughs> questions there, we will check them and we will uh, say things about them on the cast. Um, <clears throat> but uh, also, you can call us at a five seven three cast MCU and leave a message, or you can email us at MCU cast at gmail.com or mcucast or at mcucast on twitter uh we're also on facebook which is facebook.com slash mcucast pretty much mcucast everywhere except the phone number is cast mcu it's unfortunate that you couldn't get yeah, i know i know every we've week. talked about that there <laughs> you say that to me every week i tried man i, I tried know. i'm gonna keep giving you grief until you fix it i can't fix it okay google won't allow it <laughs> all right um, so right. blame Google, uh, but it's 573-CAST-MCU is the uh, phone number, so call us up. Uh, we, well, we're going to go into our uh, initial spoiler section right now where we Regular talk about spoilers. only the episode. Uh, those of you who are joining us for the first time, we, we do two separate spoilers. First, we talk about um, – we have a section that we just talk about the episode and what happened in the episode – uh, then later on we'll have a section where we have a secondary spoiler alert where we talk about new um, we talk about you know speculation and how everything relates to the overall Marvel universe and we'll get into some more maybe some movies talk and things like that and some if, comics if, if yeah in comics if there's anything that ties in we'll talk about it there but first we're just going to talk about tonight's episode so uh, if you've seen this week's episode Hen in the Wolf House uh, stick around with us. Um, and we're going to go into the spoiler zone in three, two, one. Bobby Morris is the head of Hydra security, but she's actually a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. We all knew that, though. Yeah, I was a little disappointed. I've already talked to you about it, but I was disappointed um, that... Um, you were disappointed that you knew it. It was still a great little it was great. vehicle. I love being surprised. And that's the only problem with this podcast and, and doing a podcast on this show is we talk about news and then I have things ruined. And they've done a good <laughs> job this season of having really cool surprises. Or, well, things that would have been surprising. Yeah, that would have been surprises. Had if they I not known three weeks in advance. So I had stopped watching the... Uh, the next week on the next week on uh, Agents of Shield, but uh, glad we did this week, but because we found out about Age Voltron trailer next week. Yeah, but um, did uh, we mention Age Voltron trailer next week? I think we did. But <laughs> just saying, if we need to mention it again, we can. We're really we excited. Spent like about fifteen that. minutes on it. Um. Anyway, so uh, well, I guess let's uh, get into this this episode. Um, yeah. 
So we open on a wedding reception, uh, a bunch of naval officers all being uh, gi- giving a giving a toast, <laughs> and it was real clear to me something was going on with that with that champagne, right? Yeah, when, when the they lady were like, <laughs> the ladies all like, "There's something a bit stronger behind that boss." Uh, I don't think that's the accent she used, but no, I, that's no. what I'm going to apply. She to looked it. like a southern woman. It's fine. <laughs> I don't know why. I just, I really wanted to apply like a Southern Belle persona to the lady. <laughs> and um, there's an actress in mind that that I cannot forthright think of the name of. Mm. But if I do recall such a name, I will inform you as to that recollection. Oh, is that Rooster from Looney Tunes? <laughs> that's kind of, <laughs> that's kind of what you're doing. Foghorn Leghorn, is that what you're doing? I say, I say, I say. <laughs> no, no, it's not that one. Um, anyway, so they all drink the they all drink the champagne, the champagne, and uh, they begin just displaying they begin melting. They just begin displaying very similar decaying decaying effects. effects as we saw a couple weeks ago with the obelisk. Yeah, or as we find out later in this episode, the diviner. The diviner. Um. So, and I mean, it's they they said that it was. It was a, a, a thing similar to the effects of the obelisk, because apparently those were Hydra agents, because they all, like... Yep, they all get in the van, and they, out of there. they call uh, Bakshi, Bakshi. Yep. which is the principal's name. <laughs> um, <laughs> principal of, of Hydra High School. <laughs> Hydra Academy. Hydra School Musical. I don't know. Is that a thing? No, <laughs> that, shut up. Don't, that a funny joke? Don't. Don't do that. <laughs> Cut off one head, two more shall take its place. <laughs> I really loved in the episode when they mentioned that Whitehall was one of the heads of Hydra. Yeah, one of the new heads. One of the new heads, because it was just like, oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> I get it. They don't have a director. They have heads. Yeah. And that makes absolute sense. And if you cut off one, two more shall take its place. That's right. I wonder if that's actually how their system works. Like if one if one gets <laughs> if one dies, they they create two new heads. <laughs> All right. Well, that one didn't work, so we need two more. You and uh, you. It's actually pretty genius because it means like there'd constantly be new cells operating, sort of independently, constantly branching out. It's too much. Interesting. Eventually, they're just going to have it to where everyone in the world is a Hydra agent, and that's that's not going to work. Well, that depends on how often the heads die. That's fair. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we've got uh, the the caterers were Hydra, and they were um, trying to kill these guys because they were yeah they an were anti Hydra task force. <laughs> yeah, they were an anti Hydra cell in the navy, which yeah. is like I don't know. It it always seems like the military in these things get made into like target or like. Just a vehicle for showing, like, oh, look, Hydra's got power. Oh, no, wait, S.H.I.E.L.D.'s got power. S.H.I.E.L.D. makes them look like fools. Hydra just kills them indiscriminately. Like, the military doesn't have any real back, like, any meat to it. Hmm. Have you noticed that? Well, maybe in these type of shows, but I don't I don't agree on this show. Uh, because of the presence of Talbot thus far, like, in this season. He's, he's always been comedic relief, though. I disagree. I mean, he's the reason they're underground. He's the, they're chasing them. Like, we're not seeing, uh, we're not seeing them on a daily basis because we're, our team's operating in the shadows or whatever, but, 
Um, and honestly, we've seen him almost every episode, and he's been a major threat um, to our team. I haven't seen him as a threat though. They it always seems like he's just there, like to be made fun of. Hmm. Yeah, I don't agree. I don't agree with Talbot. <laughs> um, I think I I definitely understand what you're coming from. Like he's he's definitely been comic relief, and them having him wake up in his underwear in the car, and him having that silly mustache. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that caterpillar just, under, just, his, under that, his that nose. itself is, is proves that he's comic relief. Um, <laughs> no, nah, so I, but I, but I really think that we've had a sense of Shield trying really hard to operate and not being able to do what they need to do, and the reason they're not being able to do because they were under this microscope of until they got a hold of the Quinjet. And they th- since then they've been able to do a lot more things because they're cloaked. But before that, it seems like in the in the in between seasons, it seems like they've been just barely scraping by and barely being able to do anything because the government is after them. I feel like it's it's been that just because they tell you that it's been that way, and like I haven't really felt any. Well, gr- granted, we like, haven't seen it. Yeah, I haven't seen any real like display of of scary they're gonna get colson kind of forced like Hmm. every time it's been like well colson and he are in the same room and colson's got 18 different advantages on him and he's just a laughable character and like all of his force has always been just laughable Hmm. like it's it's just not been a serious thing yeah i'm i I hear where you're coming from here we're coming from i i still think that more so than most shows, the gov- at least the, the military has been like a force that we, has to be dealt with. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> in, in a lot I like of these that shows, the military was, exists in this universe. Right. <laughs> as opposed to like Gotham where like, where are the, where's anything mm-hmm. in Gotham? Where yeah. is like the army, National Guard? Like, where is any of that? Yeah. Nowhere to be found. They addressed it a little bit in, in Man of Steel. But again, it was like, there's a spy plane. There's a drone that Superman blows up and throws on the ground. Yeah, generally it's just it's just a. Uh, sometimes they'll like. I mean, well, yeah, they, they've done a good job, I think, in the Marvel universe the, the, of of basically saying the military has no ability to take on these people that have this knowledge and power. Yeah, they just don't have. They're just not prepared for it. But they do exist. And they're they, still there, they and they're still around. trying. They almost nuked New York. Like that's a big deal. Yeah, this is a little bit of a big deal. That was that. That was a big moment in Avengers. I mean, that's that's what gave Tony Stark the PS. Well, that's also that's also post traumatic stress disorder PTSD. PTSD. I was like PST. No, that's <laughs> PYT. No, that's, that's, that's what gave young. him the PS4. No, they, no, that was that's his Michael, money. That's a Michael Jackson song. Um, <laughs> 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 but still, like the 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 what was it the the nuking or the almost nuking of New York was the World Security Council, which wasn't even well, sure, like, entirely it, military. It was just over. I mean, it was still two military vessel, uh, military uh, ship uh, planes firing nukes. Like I don't know, I don't know what those were. Shield though, were they shield? Yeah, they came off of the helicarrier. Oh, did they? Yeah, oh. that's why Nick Fury shot one of them down with a rocket launcher. That's right, he did. <laughs> You're right. You're right. You're right, Piasta. You're right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so, so that that's how that's how the episode opens, and we, then we cut to our our, our good friends Sky and Colson uh, having a conversation about um, 
Well, I mean, there was the there was the bus scene where Rakshi was like, he will be very disappointed that we have failed yet again. Yep. And you're like, okay, we'll do better. Yeah, the so principle. We, we cut to we cut to Coulson and Sky, and they're they, they're working on two things. They've they found out about this. Uh, this naval officers being taken down. Yeah, this wedding this where, war. like, people died. It's Game of Thrones-style wedding. Right! <laughs> um. Hydra sends their regards. <laughs> Gargle. Hydra's responsible for the red wedding. <laughs> no, Hydra's responsible for, for the red wedding and the purple wedding and... The red... We- red skull. Red wedding. It all ties together. It's all connected. That was the reigns of Castamere. Castamere, uh, it, it translates to Red Skull. <laughs> um, no, right. it doesn't. Sorry, it uh, those of you who are Game of Thrones fans will know a little bit about what we're talking <laughs> about here. Um, but we'll we'll move on. We'll move on. Um, <clears throat> so, Sky and Coulson are discussing. Okay. Uh, they're discussing the, the this this this. Uh, I'm just gonna call it the red wedding. That's all I'm gonna do. <laughs> um, they're discussing the red wedding. It looked more like a black wedding because no. that was necrotic. True, true. Uh, the black wedding. We're, they're they're at the black wedding. They're discussing the black wedding, and um, they're also discussing the symbols and what they mean. Yeah. And Sky catches a glimpse of of, of a carved symbols on Coulson's desk. Yeah, because he's just sitting there scratching and he's doodling. Really, at this point, yeah, he's doodling on his into his desk. Mm-hmm. And she says she said she'd have a better chance of finding out what what was going on if she knew his source. But he refuses to like, give up no, his source. You're not getting my source. And she's all like, "Why not?" And he's just like, "Cause I said so. I'm the director. You have to follow my orders. And if you don't like it, then we're gonna have a conversation that you're not comfortable with." Yeah, Coulson surprises me sometimes when he's firm like that. You know, well, it, yeah, he's always such a nice guy. Like a fatherly figure kind of guy, yeah. and then when he has to be stern, you're like, "Oh God!" I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna go ahead and jump ahead because I'll probably forget to talk about it later. Do you think May tells May tells Coulson in this scene, um, it will not turn out well um, if you keep her in the dark? Do you think that is May giving him that little talk? Is why at the end when uh, Sky goes off on her own and and uh, goes after McDrippy hands, um, that Sky goes after her father and Coulson, when he sees her, he doesn't like, you know, dress her down. Yeah. He doesn't like tear into her for going away and going off orders. Because maybe he thinks he pushed her away with the way he was acting. Probably. He, he would have that kind of revelation that quickly. I he mean, seems it, like that you know, guy. I think I think May confronting him with that makes him realize this is what she meant. It's not going to end well because Sky is going to turn on me and go do things on her own if I don't just bring her in. You know? Yeah. And I like how he's just like, "You've had a hell of a day, haven't you?" And she's yeah. like, "Uh huh." <laughs> yeah, that that's, seems really touching, honestly. It because, really was because the the relationship between them is gone. It, it was just a really real moment when he says, "You've had a really rough day, haven't you? Mm-hmm. You found out you're probably an alien." <laughs> and that's a big deal. That's a big deal. And now you're you found out your father is probably something, some sort of monster. <laughs> He's an alien and a mass murderer. Yeah. So yeah, we only know about the two right now. <laughs> yeah. Um. 
I don't know what what do you consider mass? <laughs> well, I mean, everywhere she goes, death follows. Yeah, that's true. Is he that death hunter brings up? Now, who brings that up? Someone brings that up and says, "It could it be that he May. is the death that follows her?" I thought, I thought it was a male. Okay. No, it was. It was. Uh, it had to be. It had. It to was be Phil and May. That you're were right. You're right. Going back and forth. You're right because the, in it was the restaurant, them, it was them together in that in that season one episode that met that character who told them about it. Yep. Um, and he said that death follows her everywhere, and it, is it possible that death is her father? You know, that that's what he meant. That's that's an interesting point. Mm-hmm. Um, we're already talking about it. So, what did you think of her father in the in in the scene in these scenes? With Raina and with, uh, which, which I think is actually the next scene. I think it is the next scene where um, I, the review that I, or the, the recap that I was reading calls him the doctor. And I really don't want to call him the doctor because that, like, I, I'm not a big Doctor Who fan. <laughs> and I am, and that's why I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, well, like, I'm not a big Doctor Who fan, so I don't want to give that shout out. But I also don't want to, like, take away from Doctor Who by being like, this is the Doctor. Like, yeah. So no, I'm, it's, I'm, it's I out say of we respect. Stick with, we like, stick I don't with wanna... either Sky's father or McDrippy Hands. <laughs> stick with his given name. <laughs> <laughs> the one that we gave him. We, yeah, we gave him. Now, what did you think I meant? <laughs> <laughs> Kyle McMeow Meow. I don't know. <laughs> so McDrippy Hands is working uh working on someone. He's a doctor, we find out, which we didn't know previously. Yeah, he's cutting someone open and and it's like his his lack of real, like genuine care about the patient is kind of odd to me. I didn't really see that. Well he was they just like be talking. He's just like, wow. You know, if this bullet had been a little bit lower, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Let me just get you patched right up. Like, he just doesn't he seemed, even care. I thought he seemed friendly and affable. Like, he was friendly in a creepy way. <laughs> it was I didn't so, think so creepy. Here's the thing. After the scene... I think it's mostly his face. Because he's yeah, always he's, got, that he's really got a real weird, creepy face. creepy smile real all creepy the time. Face. Um, so Raina comes in and asks him for help. And... Um, you know, McDrippy Hands just like goes off on her for showing up here. Yeah, like and puts don't his hand come around to my her neck and tells her, you know, he's mad because she never brought him, brought Sky to him. Yeah, he said like you brought or no, she's like I brought you her. And he's like you brought me a picture and a promise, and now all, all I've I got have left is the picture. picture. Yeah, like oh, what did and, he uh, just? He just threw down. You gotta live up to something now. If you can survive this, because he's crushing your larynx, he just says he's a, he's a, he's a man trying to trying to put his family back together. She was asking for the obelisk because in last episode, wasn't it last episode? Yeah, Whitehall was all like, "You've got to bring me the obelisk." Forty eight hours to bring me the obelisk. Yeah, and your timer starts now, and so she's in a hurry because Whitehall is like crazy. And she's like, he's going to cut me to pieces, and he's a butcher. No, no, McDrippyhand says that he's a butcher. And she's like, well, what are you? He's like, I'm a man trying to put my family back mm-hmm. together. And, you know, he gets mad and starts, mm-hmm. like, crushing her throat. Mm-hmm. And she said he's, she's the only one who can bring Sky back to him. 
And I can't and breathe. I can't breathe. There's a lot of really good lines in this episode. Yep. That I'm really, really digging. I'm liking what the direction that they're going. Like this there's only been like one episode that has felt like it hasn't really been absolutely necessary so hmm. far. Cause like even and that that was the last one. And it was it was character building. Yeah. But it didn't seem like you know, it was it it, it didn't seem like it was absolutely just groundbreakingly like if you didn't have this you're not going to know anything about anything kind of thing but you know like the third episode it was still creature of the week but there was still a whole lot of like really good setup going yeah, on there where really was. you really needed to see it they're moving the story along i mean I, I they're doing know. a real good job of so telling far it. five episodes and they've not had one episode that felt creature of the weeky they've had They've had a creature of the week, but it didn't feel like that in the episode. Yeah, it it didn't feel like what the bad connotation of that statement is. Yeah, yeah. Um, Everything, the story continued to move forward. What's interesting about this McDrippy hand scene... (laughs) um, Is that his hands were dripping with blood while he was grasping Raina's throat. Yeah. Um, (laughs) they, They seem to make... She says, you're losing control. Um... As if, and he also, you know, seems like he doesn't want to be a monster. Yeah. You know, she finds those guys dead on the ground um, and, and calls him a monster, and he calls himself a monster. And I can't help but think that, like, there's something else going on with him. It, it almost felt like a Jekyll and Hyde situation. Like, when she's holding his throat... And he says, um, you're losing control. And then the guy says, you know, you better get yourself together or something like that. And then the camera cuts away. We don't see what he does, but apparently he does. Uh, we won't like him when he's angry is what I'm saying. You look like your mind has been blown. Only because at this point I'm just now remembering that Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde is... A villain in the Marvel Universe. Oh, is he? Yes. That's funny. Um, I don't know if they're going to go there, but... He's a doctor. He is a doctor. Sort of. And we don't know his name. It could be that Sky is actually... Last name is Jekyll. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that would be funny. Um... He says, oh, that's not her name. <laughs> I want to yeah. know, wanna know bring, what her name is so like, bad. She's like, I really wanted to bring you Sky. <laughs> and he didn't even give it like any kind of mad connotation at all. Like He had no inflection of being angry at her. He was just like, that's not her name. And I was like, he's way too calm about that. I gotta rewatch that. I gotta rewatch his scenes at least. I'll re- I'm gonna rewatch this episode tomorrow. I really liked this episode. Re- yeah, this one's um, gonna get a high rating. Yeah, yeah, for real. I think I think this episode might have topped this 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 the first episode of the season for me. That's big. I know. I loved the first couple episodes of the season, and I think this one might have been even better. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to have it. to talk about it yeah. in order to, I'm going to, I'm going to have to talk it out. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so let's keep going. Let's keep telling this story. So, uh, I, but, but I, I do want to know what you think about that. Like what, what do you think is going on with, uh, with Sky's father? Uh, do you think it's some sort of dual personality thing? Uh, it still, it still showed, <laughs> 
when he shows up at Whitehall at the end, um, he didn't seem to be a different man. Yeah, he w- <laughs> or to be necessarily displaying any powers. No, he he didn't seem to be. He like he stabbed the guy in the throat with the scalpel, and then he just bludgeoned the other guy into submission. They do say when they're analyzing what happened to the table and the guys and the doctor when he's in earlier. Yeah, uh, that this is you know. They were taken apart with a scalpel. Like, this one was killed with a scalpel, and this one was brute force. Yeah, this one was just brute strength. Yep. So he's got some sort of strength going on that I think is probably greater than just a human's. Oh, yeah. So that's that's interesting. I'm excited to see where that goes. And I don't know if it's like... I I almost am hoping for some sort of, like, Jekyll Hyde situation. I'm going to have to look it up uh, when I get home or uh, when I wake up tomorrow. But, like, I remember reading, like, there's been a couple of comics where Hyde has shown up as a bad guy and he's been fought off and then disappeared, but I never read his origin. Yeah. So I need to check up on the well, Wikipedia and on When him. I say Jekyll Hyde situation, I don't necessarily mean it's going to be literally Jekyll yeah, and Hyde. Yeah, I, I, I know. Just mean, I like, just mean, like, it could I be, know like, a Hulk. About him now. Could be, like, a Hulk situation yeah. or so, something like that. Like, maybe he's got a, he's got an angry friend that shows up when he... Loses control, and I think that that's, that looks seems exciting, and it seems like a cool mystery that they're setting up. Or it could be that when he gets emotional, he loses his shift, and his scroll nature comes out, and yeah, then he could be. kills things with as a scroll. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. They're probably not. Well, yeah, they can use the scrolls. I don't know because Super Scroll is under that's right Fantastic yeah. Four. Fox. That's what that's what we that's what I've heard at least. So, okay, next scene is Simmons goes to this high-level uh, Hydra meeting, and uh, Whitehall is there, which is huge, because he's, as May mentioned earlier, ahead of Hydra. Yep. And um, they mentioned it in that scene, actually. I really thought it was interesting that the obelisk is Whitehall's tesseract. <laughs> yeah. He views it that way. He's like, our founder, speaking about Red Skull, had his tesseract, mm-hmm. and I have been searching for the obelisk for my entire life. You know, um, that that's cool. That's that's a neat uh, neat setup for uh, for the obelisk and Whitehall having that mission. And that's a nice little nice little resemblance between it, um, just because like he's got an object that he's going for, and then like. He's still doing experiments that make things happen that look very similar to it happening. Yeah. Like, he's close. Yeah, he's close to but he really, tapping the power of the yeah, obelisk. He but really just needs as that Simmons sample. Simmons needs him, tells him she needs a sample of the actual obelisk to make it happen. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So. And I like that little bit of a uh, of, uh, uh, character wavering that that Simmons had in that scene where she's like, this is crazy. We might, like, do you understand? We could kill millions, possibly billions of people. And, like, her lab partner's like, yeah, it's pretty cool, huh? And she's just like... Oh, and she realizes oh, she God. is not where... She's not in a good place. <laughs> yeah. I am in the wolf's den. Yeah. That was that was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Is she the hen? I don't know. Or is it's, it talking it, about mocking... Or bird. talking about Bobby. Mocking bird. Oh, yeah. That is, that is... Bur- the hen, uh, hen, mockingbird. Those are very different birds. Yeah, but they're well, yeah, they're still foul. They are still. <laughs> I thought she was pretty pretty cute. Shut up. 
I left that open. I'm sorry. <laughs> I shouldn't have done that. So then we cut to uh <laughs> then we cut to uh Fitz uh talking to fake Simmons. Again. Um and, uh, <laughs> and Simmons is very impressed by Mac. <laughs> she's commenting on his physique. She really loves tall black men. She I don't really know. does. I don't know what it is. Um but I just I love that like but let's she be did last season. She did last season, and then this season, it's always been the fake version of her that, that it's is like in Fitz's head. That's what Fitz remembers about yeah, her. Is that's that, his, like, like she doesn't like me, but she likes Mac because he's tall, black, and muscular, <laughs> and she likes Trip because he's not quite as tall, but he's still tall, black, and muscular. <laughs> she liked uh, uh, Mike Peterson because he was <laughs> tall, black, and muscular. And now he's got robot parts. <laughs> <laughs> now he's got robot parts. <laughs> Some girls like robot parts. I mean, you're welcome. <laughs> um, so I thought this was kind of a touching moment. Fitz actually getting rid of fake Simmons. He's finally made friends with the rest of the team. Yeah, it's so like he's, he's understanding a, that he can do without her. Like, I don't need her yeah. to stick What a coping mechanism he has. That He has like this actual person that shows up when he needs to cope with things. <laughs> That's pretty uh, pretty crazy. Literally, who is crazy? No, he's not crazy. He's, he's a little crazy. He's good. He's 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 been a little bit challenged <laughs> here lately. Um, just you know, oxygen deprivation does horrible things to a brain. Oh yeah, especially a brain that good. Like mm-hmm. he's gone downhill, but he's coming back. He's making a comeback, man. He's making a real good comeback. I think I think he's 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 giving it a shot. Yeah. So um. We cut to Hunter encouraging Sky to push harder. Yeah, because she's looking at the uh, the back of the religious painting, and he <laughs> I like his comment where he comes in. He's just like, "I'm gonna find the worst thing to talk about," and he looks at the painting. He's like, "Yeah, I was a fat baby too." <laughs> that's, that's your opener. Like I think it's a religious painting. Yeah. She's like, you realize it's a religious painting, right? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, well, you know, the instant that the alien started writing on the back of it, I uh, I think it kind of, you know, overruled any kind of religion on it. Oh, well. <laughs> kind of thwarted God's plan, I think <laughs> is what he said. I don't think that was verbatim, though. No, I don't know what he said. Some, he involved the word God, but still, just... Him just being like, well, you know, there's alien writing on it, so what God? I think that was just kind of funny that he feels that way. <laughs> yeah. He's, I don't know what he believes. I don't know either. I think he believes in money. Yep, he definitely believes in money. That's yep. his thing. He's not getting paid. I thought he's getting paid something. He's getting paid a little bit, but not like yeah, $2 not, million. Not what he's used to. <laughs> right? Not what he's used to. Um, I don't know why he sticks around. I guess he feels like he's needing to... No, he needs to avenge um, Lucy Lawless. Yeah, well, he, he already did catch up with uh, Crusher Creel, which is who he, who he considered the, the one who killed her. Yeah, but, like, Ronan's dead. I really need to get Galactus. He's... Not Galactus. Damn. That would be <laughs> that would be horrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ronan's I really dead. need to get Thanos. To get Thanos. Like, yeah. Thanos is really the guy that I'm after. Like that that's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Crusher Creel's captured. 
he's been working for Hydra. Let's dismantle Let's Hydra. Let's dismantle Hydra. Let's do this. Which is quite a task, because I think <laughs> at this point they are much bigger. They're much bigger than S.H.I.E.L.D., it seems like. It's Yeah, it's mildly substantial. For sure. So. So uh, Sky goes and talks to uh, Ward. Yeah. Um, and realizes in this conversation, uh, she he tries to talk to her about her father. She tries to talk to him about the symbols. And finally, she, she realizes that Coulson is the one that's been carving. Coulson is the source. And so uh, she goes to Coulson. Um, <laughs> and she just busts in the door. And like, I like that he uses cliche lines. Like, she busts in the door and she's like, you're the source. You're your own source. Why didn't you tell me? And he's like, of course, come right in. Yeah. You know, we've seen that in a ton of other movies, but I love that he just delivers it so perfectly. Oh, Clark Gregg's delivery is so good. <laughs> so, so good. Um, so Sky, when, when Sky goes back to her, not only does he admit to being the one that's doing the carving, he also admits to... Um, the reason he hasn't told her, which we didn't know, yeah. was because he was monitoring her, which <laughs> I thought was great. I, 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 could, I couldn't figure out why. I've heard a couple podcasts and things like theorizing why he hadn't told her. Um, and uh, I thought I liked this reason a lot, just to see how you'd react to the symbols. Yeah. We, were, we were sitting back and watching what would happen. I figured it would be something like that. Like, he was having writings. I thought... For a little bit, that um, that she was going to start uh, carving symbols too, mm-hmm. but it was going to be later. Yeah, because like it didn't have as great an effect on her. She was just dying, not like dead. Yeah. So like it was going to take a while but to catch up on her. But then like I she thought had this no exact reason at all. I had thought this exact reason. I think we even talked about it a couple weeks ago. I said that I thought that it was because. She wasn't having an ill effect because she probably already had some exposure to Cree to things. And she might be, you know, have already, it might be doing something else in her yeah. instead of... Uh, it might awaken something instead yeah. of like, making her draw funny symbols. Yeah. And, 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 and that's, it looks like that's where they're, where they're going with it. Yep. With it, she might be an alien. Yeah. And that was a big reveal. Like, that's a huge, huge reveal. And just right in the middle of the episode, too, in a, a conversation. Just like... In a casual conversation, then it's just like, oh, <laughs> we deli- can't touch on that right now because we gotta go talk to Raina. Like, His delivery of it. <laughs> His delivery of it is so funny, and she's like, you don't just say that like it's a regular piece of information. He's like, I was trying not to panic you or whatever. Yeah, I was trying not to get you all, like, riled up. And she's like, spoiler alert, you did a real bad job. Like, <laughs> epic fail, as she said. Um, so, in the meanwhile, Reyna discovers Simmons um, mm-hmm. is, is working for Hydra. And yeah. uh, actually... Which I thought was crazy that, that that she not only did she discover that she was working for Hydra, she discovered she was a double agent because she happens to see her sitting writing to Shield, which is a little a little like really, yeah. Simmons, you're just gonna do that in the park? What a crazy random happenstance! <laughs> what a crazy random happenstance! <laughs> um, yeah. So I thought that was a little far fetched, but we'll go a with a little it. bit of a stretch. But I we'll mean, they had to, they had to get that vehicle going somehow. Yeah. And I guess that's the best way for it to happen. It looked like Reyna was going like to grovel at Whitehall's feet, like, I'm, I'm so defeated. I'm, I can't. He's, let's go. I'm sorry. Please don't kill me. And then she's just like, oh, well, here's this info that I could use. I'm going to 
take advantage of shield now. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Man, and this... I'm re- I really, really love this upcoming scenes. Um, well, first off, we get hydro alarms go off, and we get the introduction of Bobby Morris, the Morse. Hydra. Morse? Morse. Bobby Morse. Like the code. Ah. She's the uh, Hydra security officer who comes um, comes knocking at Simmons' uh, desk to try to see who see who this mole is that they've they've discovered there is a mole apparently someone has been communicating with shield and uh, in what i thought was a pretty badass move um simmons slipped right? that slipped that uh communicator into her partner's her lab partner's uh drawer i think i don't know if that would have been believable because she seems so sweet, except earlier in the episode, he was like, "Isn't it cool that we're gonna kill so many people?" Yeah, she's like, "She's um, like, I don't think I mind getting him or getting him taken away." Yeah, but then also, like after they, he is a true believer. He's a true Hydra believer. Let's go ahead and let's go I don't ahead mind getting him. We'll cut off that. I don't head. mind framing him. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's cut off that head. <laughs> I'm okay with letting two more take that one's place. Maybe they're not so bad. I like, I like. Whenever they find the uh, the little flex panel thing, whatever, like yeah. the the crap that she's been communicating with, when they find that in his desk, her face of like I'm so ashamed that I had to do that, but I had to do that, but I'm so ashamed. Like her her just her entire look of just disgust in herself was so great. Like you know, like you can feel it. You can feel it emanating off of yeah. her that she hates that she had to do that. Yeah. And um, that's just really great acting yeah. on her part. It is. It is. It's very, very true to the character. But, you know, and it's also like those those looks of sadness make sense because her lab partner's got taken away. So, oh, no. so the Hydra's not going to bust her for that. Um, but then the, then the next scene is Bobby, uh, Bobby Morse threatening her in the hallway. It was in the bathroom. It was right outside the bathroom, I think. I think she comes out of the bathroom. She came out of her stall. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Because she does say... You were lurking, uh, you were outside, you were lurking my outside my stall. <laughs> Aren't um, you nervous? Well, you're the one that's creeping on me, yeah. creeper. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, I think this scene was really interesting, um, especially given that uh, Bobby Morse does end up being a double agent working for S.H.I.E.L.D., um, she because really she delivers that Hydra stuff she real good. She delivers it well, and she's delivering it to Simmons alone in the bathroom. And she she gives her she kind of puts the fear of God into her, you know, yeah. which I think was on purpose because she's basically trying to make sure that yeah, she's uh, trying to make sure that Simmons like is taking the secrecy. threat seriously. Yeah. yeah, and I like her ending line on that. She's just like, "Remember, Hydra's everywhere. Hydra is everywhere." Uh, yeah, I got it too. I thought it was great, like double meaning, a, a great way for her to, without giving up that she was shield, she like th- threatened Simmons into what she needed Simmons to do. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> I really liked the Bobby Morse character in this episode. Really, really cool. Um, so uh, then we get to this restaurant where they're setting up, um, setting up for Raina to show up. And Raina shows up, and Hunter says, <laughs> "Hunter's like what? <laughs> the that tiny woman in the flower dress. Tiny woman in the flower dress. That's how, that's who the, all this, or that's what all this hubbub's about. How is she threatening?" <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, that's pretty great. And then he gets all like, is she is she hitting on Coulson? And then they're just like, that's what she does. And he's like, huh. All right. All right, yeah, sure. <laughs> Go back to read my menu and drink yeah. my drink. And so this scene is the scene I was wanting to get to because I think this scene was genius. Oh, yeah. Oh, the, my the God. Whole, the whole interplay the, like, was gorgeous. Oh. I was like, man, she really has them over a barrel. Yeah, this one had my heart racing, like, real good. Again, this is exactly the moment why I wish I hadn't known Bobby Morse was a good guy. Because <laughs> I truly would have believed that uh, Simmons was... Boned. Just completely boned if that got down to zero. Yeah. Honestly, I thought they were that he was uh, calling Raina's bluff. He was like, you know... He's like, you're not going to do it. Rainus, yeah, and I thought that she was just going to stop it at, like, one. I did, too. Yeah, I thought for like, sure. I can't do this. You have to. She wasn't going to... Please. Gonna, she wasn't going to... Uh, but but it was it was beautiful. It was beautiful. He just let it go. And he just knew that he had he had Simmons taken care of. Uh, and, uh, through another way, he had Simmons taken care of. Yeah. Like, um, he had his bases covered. And to protect Sky, he was willing to give up his two double agents. Yeah. Which was pretty intense as well. It's real nice of him. Oh yeah, That's, he's a real he's nice a, guy. He's a real good father figure. <laughs> um, first guy. So yeah, in 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 this scene, she shows the picture of uh, Simmons, Simmons in the park. You know, communicating with Shield, very out in the open. Like I'm an idiot because I'm a really bad double agent. And <clears throat> I'm not sure how to do this thing, so. Fish tacos, and then she wraps it up and throws it in the trash. Like, come on! So she shows that picture to him, and is like, "If you don't comply with whatever I'm trying to get you to go with," she doesn't say comply, but that's what I. (laughs) That's what I felt like she was trying to get to. Yeah, but she's like, "You gotta, you gotta do what I say, or else your agent's out." So I'm gonna send this to every employee in Hydra. Taps the picture, timer starts. She's like, you got two minutes, Coulson. She had that smug look on her face. She's all like, I got him in the bag. Yeah. I got all kinds of protection now. And then he's just like, nah. So he just lets it go. Nah. Or Coulson just lets it go. I was really, I was shocked that they that, she, that he let it go and that Reyna actually sent the files to Hydra. Yeah. That, that really completely surprised me. I did not expect, I thought something was going to happen. Either Coulson was going to stop it or... Raina just wasn't going to send it, or Raina was just going to stop it at one, like you said, or whatever. Like, any of that could have happened, but they just let it happen, which shows you the the resolve of the Raina character. Uh, she's the resolve willing. of both of them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And the gravity of the situation, too. Yeah, absolutely. It really, like, puts a lot into perspective, and uh, that, that scene builds all of those characters incredibly well. Oh, yeah. It solidifies who they are and what they're willing to do. Uh, just, just, just so, so, so good. Um, so uh, then we get back to Bobby, uh, Bobby Morse helping Simmons escape, which was a great scene um, where you yeah. got Bobby Morse and two agents walking, two Hydra agents walking down the hallway together, and Bobby Morse takes out these batons like she's coming at Simmons the and battle just saves. battle staves, yeah, <laughs> and then they just. Uh, she just takes out the two Hydra guards and is like, what, what, who, how, who? <laughs> and she's like, come on, Phil's got a plan. Colson's yeah. got a plan. Let's get out of here. There's an extraction team on the roof. <laughs> what? Yeah, that that is all just just wonderful. And I like I like their little interchange in the um, 
or not their interchange, their exchange, rather. It was an A-N-G-E word. Anyway, I like their little <laughs> exchange in the hallway where she's just like, what What about what? What this and why are you here? And she's like, well, you know, I'm a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. Colson sent me to take care of he, you. He sent me to, you know, keep an eye on you and, you know, I got insecurity and... Why didn't you just um, do this? Well, you know, I couldn't really get in on the projects, like on their high-level projects or anything, but... Mm-hmm. They needed Simmons and, and Smarts. And... And Simmons was like, well, what about the picture? And she's like, well, yeah, that was a curveball. Yeah. <laughs> I really, once Bobby Morse started being Bobby Morse and not undercover, she was really charming. And she I just, really was. I wasn't expecting it to be her to be so affable. You yeah. Know? And she, she was just really friendly and like everyone she encounters is she's just super nice. And yep. She's just so the happy nicest to see person yeah. ever. And you're just like, I really want to love her. It was a great flip. I almost didn't <laughs> believe it because she played the badass Hydra agent so well. Yeah. And, and she made fun of that later. She was being, oh, yeah, like, she, <laughs> when she was talking to Mac, she says she's like, had to play that stuck up in the stuck. Yeah. That's, you know, being all mud, stuck whatever. up in Hydra agent and, you know, happy to comply, whatever. Yeah, it was, really great. Dumb, it was really whatever. great. <laughs> I like um, that she makes fun of that, and then Max is just like, "Oh yeah, you know, it's what you got to do." <laughs> <laughs> so good, so good. Um, so, uh, but they get they escape. They get onto the Quinjet with uh with Trip with Trip, and <laughs> and then and then Simmons is really happy to see Trip. <laughs> um. Simmons, Trip, so good to see you. There weren't any gentlemen like yourself in Hydra. <laughs> I need nobody to look at and no no ogle. no sweet <laughs> no no sweet chocolate men and I, don't know. I, don't know. I can't we can't make these jokes we're we're both white guys what she just she just really likes the tall black men I can't she really does <laughs> I mean people have preferences and that's hers that's you know it happens yeah absolutely um so then we get to uh. Raina is uh, go back to the restaurant and Colson's basically <laughs> she's got this look of desperation mm-hmm. and Colson's completely just completely owned her. Um, yep. He has won the espionage game this day. And she's like, please. He's not someone to be fucked with please. in this way. She he was she was trying to uh, you know uh, make him negotiate, make him uh, kowtow to what she wanted, and he did not at all. He was like, well, I'm willing to lose my people. Because we need to do what's right, and like we need to, I'm not gonna give up my other people. The you know whatever, just 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 beautiful, just a beautiful he's, scene. I like how he's like, I'm not giving up anyone. I like how he doesn't lose anything to her. Yeah, and he gets everything he wanted. <laughs> yep, he gets the address, and he tags Reyna so that he can follow her to Whitehall. Yep, it's just awesome. But she's not going to Whitehall. Where does she go? She just disappeared. No, no, no. That's the thing is that he said they said they have 48 hours. Yeah, because Whitehall's going to come looking for exactly. her. Exactly. So, and so like whether or not we tagged, get there in time is it. They tag Raina. And, and she's and, just terrified. And say, you know, he'll get you and we'll catch you then. <laughs> we'll follow you to him. That's, we, we might not get there in time, but, you know. How fast we get there is whatever. dependent on how how useful you are in the meantime. So give us the address. <laughs> Ah. I love it. I love it. Me, me too. Me too. Um, so 
in, in all this ho- ho- you know hullabaloo <laughs> that's happening with uh with with tagging Reina and everything, Sky apparently slips out and goes to uh, that address, her father's address. Yeah, or well, the address that they gave, you know, it was actually the the building that his practice was in. Where he was, you know, fixing up the yeah. dude in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Uh, that like saw looking like weird. Right. <laughs> how do you how do you patch up bullet wounds with poor lighting? <laughs> like, come on. And just like with general your bare hands. General sense of like with your bare drippy hands. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, and we just like. Just doesn't look clean in there. Yeah, it really does nothing look about like, it. It does look like a, a torture room from the Saw movies. It really does. Like not, same lighting and everything. Yeah, yeah. It's not good. It's not good. Um, <laughs> well, anyway, they get there. There's a picture on the floor of him with her as a baby girl and a puppet. I want to play a game. <laughs> Do you want to play a game? <laughs> I saw the funniest Saw parody the other day. I'll have to play it for you after the podcast. We'll post it on the Facebook. <laughs> Just, just for you guys. Just it's because just for we're you guys. talking about it. I really like it. It cracked me up so hard. <laughs> um. So while they're there, Colson catches up to her. Yeah. She, she's there. She's she kind of freaking the out. She sees the picture and she sees the crying. She's crying. Grabs. She, you see a hand grab her shoulder, but it's not drippy, so you know she's safe. Um, <laughs> if it's not drippy, it's safe. Remember that. Um. Is that a gonorrhea joke. I don't know. It could be syphilis. Oh, it's just really an ESTD. Oh. It's not drippy. It's safe. <laughs> I haven't told you about my genital herpes because it's not inflamed at the moment. <laughs> but... Oh, I love that movie so much. Yeah, it's so good. Did you know I loved that movie or did you just make that reference? I just made that reference. Oh, that is my favorite comedy. Is it? It is my favorite comedy. Wow. Um, for those of you who don't know what he's referencing, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I'm looking for is a my shoe. Favorite. It looks like this one, but but mirrored, like as if it were this one's... This one's fellow. <laughs> like, long-lost brother. <laughs> oh, gosh. That movie yeah, is so good. Forgetting great. Sarah Marshall is my favorite comedy. Huh. It's so good. Every moment. And that character, Alistair... Is just like, oh gosh, so good, so so good. Uh, we'll have to talk about that off the podcast because that's unrelated completely. Um, but everybody should watch Frigidy's Hair Marshall because it's great. <laughs> anyway, so we've got uh, McDrippy Hands uh, made it out in time, but he's apparently watching from around the corner on an iPad, uh, watching was- the surveillance cameras. Um, and he sees Colson come in. He sees Colson, and I loved Colson's response. Colson's response when he walked in and just said, "You've had a hell of a day, haven't you? You've had a hell of a day, haven't you?" And then he just hug it out. Come on, bring it in. What did he say earlier in the episode? He's like, "There's no way in hell, and there's something also in hell." <laughs> it was why in the hell would I this, and why also in the hell would I this? <laughs> That's so good. That's such a good line. Oh man, this this episode, the the lines. I gotta look who who wrote this episode because I think it was one of the best Agents of Shield episodes. Yes. for dialogue, um, and it, it's sort of an unassuming episode. But man, I felt like I was watching one of the one of the Marvel movies. I really did. This one was really, really, really good. Yeah, it was intense, and like 
whenever whenever it cut to commercial, when um, when Simmons was like initially found out, like when uh, the picture went up on everybody's monitors and then it cuts to commercial. Yeah. Like my heart was pounding. I was That's like, awesome. you gotta get out of there. You gotta get out of there. You gotta get out of there. That's really rad. If I hadn't known that Bobby Morse was Mockingbird and was going to be a good guy, I think I would have been having the same experience. You were but probably. the whole time I was just like, oh, it's going to be fine. It's going to be totally fine. I wasn't as, I really felt like that ruined a little bit for me today. I have, I have this really crazy superpower of being able to forget things uh, in the moment. Like, forget about yeah. what anybody else said in I the can, moment. I can forget spoilers pretty well. I, I have a pretty good superpower for that. But if I know them, I know them. And, and that one I just knew. And uh, wish I wish I hadn't. Wish I hadn't known. Um, anyway, so uh, Sky's father sees Coulson giving her a hug as she cries and basically treating her like a daughter. Yeah. On the security cameras. And you can tell he's like, that's my daughter. I should be comforting her. That's my daughter. Um, and yeah, that that doesn't sit well with him at all. So he... Uh, and you hear the scans coming back. We didn't find anything. No, we found nothing. But May's checking the back. And May's like, I didn't find anything, but you need to come and look at this. And, and they find the dead guys. And I called it. When the when the guy was like, you need to keep it together, I was like, they're dead. Yeah, you <laughs> did, you did. Uh, they, yeah, they were, he obviously wasn't happy with the way they were talking to him, and uh, he apparently has some sort of, some sort of lack of control, some sort of anger problem. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. So, uh, he apparently killed those two men, and, and you see... Uh, him call himself a monster yeah. in the surveillance tape, and uh, like, which makes me think it really makes me think there's something else going on with 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 Sky's father. He's got some mental problems, man, or some actual, you know, control issues, hide situation. Yeah, I I really think that might be the case, but that's completely speculation. I have no idea if it's the case, but it just seemed like something's going on there. It seems like that's a good idea. It's the yeah. best we got right now. Um, so uh, so then we get to, you know we get back to uh, to base and Bobby is returning to base and Bobby and Mac are apparently friends. Oh yeah, long lost friends. Like, hey, Bobby, what you doing, Mac? What? Oh, hey, how you been? And I'm loving how Bobby's fitting in because everyone else on the team kind of has a bit of an uh, chip on their shoulder kind of attitude all the time yeah and uh, about everything they're they're introducing characters this year that are just more fun they really are um with uh, especially our characters went through so much last year that a lot of them are in kind of dark places right now they're all pretty like, broken i mean sky ward fit literally last season <laughs> almost just destroyed all of our characters <laughs> see and now that i'm thinking about it i'm realizing how true that is <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sky Ward Fitz, um, May's always been kind of a dark customer. Um, Coulson is in, is in, is dealing with a lot of stuff with this whole carving thing, and then um, Simmons is is definitely dealing with a lot after the, the, all the stuff Fitz went through and her having to leave and everything. Yeah, and then um, you know Fitz is dealing with his own, you know situation yeah entirely they're all they're like, all just a completely changed character after last season and that thinking about it right now i'm realizing how true that is and that's exciting because i think that uh you're invested yeah i'm invested and i love to see real movement in characters and we're seeing 
real movement in these characters, real change from season one to season two. Significant movement and change. Yeah. And, and I mean, I, I almost feel like barely any of those characters made it out of season one alive. And now we've got, um, you know, they all changed so drastically. And now we've got all these new happy-go-lucky, <laughs> like Bobby, Mac... <laughs> Bobby Mack and Hunter all came in this season, and every one of them is really, really uh, just just, just uh, pleasant, you know? That's not going to last. That may not last. We may, this may be a show that brings in happy characters and destroys them every season. Every new infusion of characters just gets has like a dark year because they're having to deal with all the S.H.I.E.L.D. and HYDRA stuff. That makes Until sense. That makes Bobby sense. is apparently Hunter's ex-wife. Yeah. Which we've just... heard him talk about his ex-wife a lot. And, and so that was pretty hilarious. <laughs> this, like, this was a big reveal, but it didn't matter at all. But it was a big reveal, and it just, it like, it drove home the reality of it all. Just like, oh my god, there's a face to put with his stories now. Mm-hmm. And, like, now... Now that she's going to be hanging around and you get see them, like, nipping at each other just a little mm-hmm. bit, you're like, how true are his stories? Yeah. Like, is she really that bad? Because she just... was incredibly pleasant. <laughs> so pleasant. Like, she's so and, and she and she seems to really care for him because she vouched for him. Yeah, she vouched for him to get on Coulson's team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it just makes me think that all of his stories are bullshit. <laughs> she, she's crazy. She's, she's crazy. She, like, she wanted to go on dates. And 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 she wanted to go to dinner. And she wanted me to pay for everything. No, no, like she wanted me to pay for half. Like, come on, what? Who? How crazy is that? Like, that's all his stories are yeah, now, yeah, right? And so Sky goes back to Sky goes back to Coulson just to tell him that she is down for going after her father after she sees these men that he killed. In yeah. such a brutal way, she's like, I, see, I don't even care anymore. I don't care about my father. I don't, I don't care about finding my father. I just care about stopping him. Yeah. he's He has the obelisk. My possibly alien father. Yeah. He has the obelisk. We have to stop him. I'm in 100%. But don't lie to me anymore. And, like, she gives him this whole speech, this whole, like, thing about, like, we have to. I'm all in. I'm but all you in, have but to be you have to, you have to be honest with me and never hide anything from me. And I'm like, he's director of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. It's his job to hide things from you. Yeah. But then he's just like, all right, we probably should get started then. Hits button, raises screen, carvings on wall. And she's just like, oh, so this is what you've been doing since then. Like, no, no, this was yesterday. Yeah. Like, this is. Everything I've done yesterday. Mm. So let's get to work. <laughs> Crazy. And he's like, no matter how many times I carve it, no matter how much I put on the wall, none of it makes any sense to me. I don't have any kind of theory on anything that this is. And she's like, I've got one. I think it's a map. Mm-hmm. And then they just cut to commercial and just like that's, tear out my brain. That's the end. What's the map to? They cut to commercial. And then we get Whitehall, sort of. Yep. We get Sky's father, which, how did he just walk into this Hydra facility? He's. I know he's a badass, apparently. He's McDrippy hands. He's. He McDripped his way all the way to. <laughs> I like all the that way he, to Whitehall's office. I like that he walks in and is just like, mm, there's a lot of moving boxes around. You guys, you guys leaving? Getting out of here. <laughs> you getting out of Dodge? And then, and then he's just like, what? The, get. Remove him. And then he's just like, no, 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 let's let's keep our heads on this. 
we all need to keep our heads <laughs> and stab, crush, smash, mm-hmm. whack, whack, whack. So he yeah whack. He takes out. <laughs> Takes, takes out two guards. How many guards do you have to take out to just get to the office? So that's crazy that he's in the office without, like, wet hold knowing. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. I don't know. Maybe he just walked in. I guess. Move, they were busy moving. Yeah, maybe so. They were just so busy packing. It just doesn't make sense that at least, like, security would have alerted something was going on. Yeah. No. Anyway. No. I'll I'll let that slide. <laughs> I'll choose to let that slide. I'll let that one go. Um, and he says that the obel- he was going to teach Whitehall how to use it. And he you says, know, you'll teach me how to use the obelisk. Or no, he asked him to teach him to use the obelisk. He's like, that's not, a- in my language, its name is the diviner. And, which means he has a language. Well, he said in its native language. Oh, did he? It's called the diviner. And that's just one of the many little secrets that I know about it. And he's like, can you teach me how to use it? Or how to weaponize it? And he's like, I'll teach you how to survive it. Yeah. And, like, that's a big deal. And he says, why would why you do would that? Why would you do that? We have a common enemy. Bill Coulson. Yeah. It's he's a- like, I'm going to help you. I think together we can kill Phil Coulson. And, and everyone else. Yeah, as well as everyone else. But Phil Coulson's the one we're both aiming for. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the episode, everybody. I like, I like how he's just like, yeah, you, you know, and everybody. <laughs> and then he's got that creepy smile again. Because he's all like creepy McSmiley face <laughs> with the drippy McDrippy hands. Creepy McSmiley face. <laughs> <laughs> so, he does a real good job of creeping me out with that smile yeah, that he had. I'm excited. I really want to go back and watch Twin Peaks now, now that I am watching this with him on it. In it. <laughs> yeah, apparently there's going to be a novel to connect the dots between the old series and the new one coming out. Oh, yeah. I haven't actually seen all the old series. I've only seen, like, the first few episodes. I had never heard of it. <laughs> it's weird, 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 weird stuff. The only the only thing that I knew him from was that he was a character in Sex and the City because my mom watched that show a trillion, billion times. Weird. Yeah, it is a bit. Yeah, he yeah he's, he creeps me out I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm a, in, in the best way. Yeah, he's really good at creeping me out. I'm excited yeah. to see where he goes. Me too, me too. So that's our uh, that's that's, really our, that's our talk about this episode. Uh, what's a what's rate? What's a, how would you rate this episode? Oh man! Okay, after going back and looking at it and how excited I am about it and everything, I would have to give this one. It's probably an eight, five, or nine. Because it was a really good. Are we episode. on a scale of ten? I always forget. Yeah, we're on a scale of ten. <laughs> all right. So the episode of hundred. It was really good, but it, you know, it's all right. I keep thinking we're on a like, scale of five. No. Anyway. On a scale of ten, I'll give it give it a nine. Right there I with me. Honestly, I honestly thought this episode was on the level of some of the Marvel movies. Like I, I, I don't know. I may be crazy. The but writing, I really, the writing was really good on this episode. The writing and the directing, like all of everything about this episode, was incredible. Yeah, I mean, obviously the the. You know, it's it's not a movie, and the budget's not there, and, it, and they had a lot of like, you know, it's mostly pretty simple setups and everything. But the fight sequences of Mockingbird were great, or Bobby Morse, as we know, her on the show. Um, That's Mockingbird. Yeah, just give in. Um, I like that they kind of tried to emulate um, the Iron Man two 
hallway sequence with Black Widow. Yeah, they they, they did a bit. You know, even though it was just the two guys, it was like, here's battle staves and done. I need to go watch. I need to watch Iron Man two again. <laughs> that freaking hallway scene. God, it was intense. So good. All the while she's she's fighting like. 12 she fights like 12 guys and, and Happy is fighting Happy Hogan's one. fighting this one guy just boxing him yeah I love it I got him and there's just a hallway full of dead <laughs> bodies so good <laughs> so so good um yeah anyway so yeah that's I think it's a pretty highly rated episode for me it's a really good one really 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 good one and I'm Dying to know what they're going to do with next week. Yes. If they're going to drop the Age of Ultron trailer, they've got to be doing something good. They've got to, yeah, they've got to have a big episode behind it to to carry all of those fans that are going to be tuning in for it. Yeah, for sure. And I really hope they pull it off. I really hope, I really hope they can um, catch on some new fans, you know, build the community out even farther, the people that are keeping up on the show, because it's just gotten so, so good. It really has. And then, you know, obviously, whenever the show does well, people want to listen to other people talk about it, so then people come and listen to us, right? <laughs> right? Yeah, come on, come on, Marvel. Do well so we can do better. <laughs> we need to grow a little bit more, Marvel. Come on. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, well, uh, did you have any other things before we go into a super secret spoiler session? No, this this episode's just been really great. and Really, really great episode, yeah. You know, really high rating, and, and we've talked for a long time about everything in it. Yeah, we have. We have indeed. Uh, well, everybody, we're going to move into super secret spoiler session for a second, which... Um, Probably just do some a little more speculation and some maybe some comics talk, maybe some uh, movies talk, whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, so you guys, uh, please come back next week if you're heading out now. If you want to leave some feedback, hit us up at MCU Cast pretty much everywhere. That's MCU Cast, um, or uh, that's or call us at five seven three Cast MCU. Um, and we'll be here next week uh, talking about the next episode, which. Um, um, and, and of course, the Age of Ultron trailer. We oh will be, God! There's going to be half an hour at least on that. Yeah, we're probably going to talk about that a bunch. Um, <laughs> all right, guys. Well, uh, we are looking forward to seeing you next week. Uh, hopefully, we'll uh, talk to you soon. I guess we're going to go into super secret spoilers, which I don't even know if we have anything. I'm really not sure. I do. I don't either. Maybe we just shouldn't even go there. Just you got anything? Hold on. Let me all right, we're going to go there. Three, two, one. Why you gotta count so fast? I'm just saying three. Everybody, if you don't want to hear anything else about the movies or Marvel or blah blah, leave. Three, two, one. See, now I'm sitting here judging you instead of trying to think of something to scream. <laughs> so we, what have we got? Uh, well, we've uh, got we've got the Cree dude in the in the guest house yeah, that we haven't seen fact, again. The fact that they actually call it out as alien. Yeah, like and they're they going out, straight not only, into, into Sky as an alien. Yeah, that's huge. That is a big deal. And we, we've ta- we di- we've we discussed in the past in the Super Secret Spoiler session about how we think it's a Kree, and we think it could be the Inhumans, because the Kree are connected to the Inhumans. Well, I thought at first with the, uh, with the champagne, they were going for like almost a Terrigan Mist kind of thing. Huh. What do you mean by the champagne? You remember in the in the uh, in the wedding when everybody drank and then started like decaying from the mouth? Mm-hmm. I thought that that was 
kind of their introduction into like let's see if there are any inhumans you know descended in this lot like, oh, let's see. see if anybody transforms and and becomes something more because we've got this power or something okay so like they they try it out on some you know people that seem pretty strong and they all die so like it seemed to me like they were going for that sort of terragenesis kind of thing mm-hmm. to kind of try to make people like force people into being something mm-hmm. you know different more greater better whatever hmm. and it seems like something Whitehall would do yeah I guess um, but the thing is I don't think he understands the obelisk at all no, he doesn't. I don't think he knows what it's for. We don't really yet, but we have a feeling it has something to do with giving people th- their intended powers. Yeah. We think. Like unlocking their potential. In in the comics, for those of you who don't know, um, the Inhumans are a group of humanoids, humans that have been living amongst us who uh, go and, and they into something called the Terrigan Mist. Mist. Terrigan Mist, and they uh, uh, receive their powers. Yeah, and overexposure to the Terrigan Mists, or the Terrigan Mists, have a tendency, or like, overexposure to Yon Mists has a tendency to kind of mutate people into looking terrible. Hmm. Like, grotesque monsters kind of thing. Okay. Um, So... I don't know. Like, there's no... I don't know. Maybe the, the obelisk or the, the diviner could be a Terrigan crystal. Because, like, the Terrigan crystals are supposed to emit a mist a little okay. bit. Like, a little bit of it. And... Well, I don't, I don't think we even have to... They don't have to tie it that tightly to the comics. Like, it could be just that they decide to tell the story a little differently. Instead of a mist, it's an obelisk. You know? Yeah. Whatever. The, we're thinking... The obelisk power, yeah. Or the obelisk... Uh, you it know, could they be talked about it being just a, made up. They talked about it being a, the the symbols being a map. Yeah, it could be that the obelisk leads them to the Terrigan Mists. Oh, something something to that effect. Yeah, because she said it's a map, but like we have no indication as to what the hell it leads to. Yeah, and those symbols appear when you touch it. So, uh, you know, they talked about Ray not killing Raina. Uh, maybe maybe someone who's who's able to hold it can hold it, and it will show them through those symbols or whatever to how to get to where they need to be to to yeah. transform to what they are. As long as somebody can read those symbols. Yep. Which I'm guessing uh, McDrippy Hands has the ability to do. Well, yeah, he said he knows a number of little secrets about the device. Yeah. So that's that's the I guess the biggest thing this episode that ties ties into the overall world is the and possibility of inhumans. Well, we've been talking about it for a while, but this episode calling her out as an alien is a huge deal. Yeah, she may not be. She may they may just be thinking that she might be an alien. But yeah, well, the inhumans were supposed to be descended from people who were experimented on by Cree. Yeah. Like they were abducted and, well, and, and what he says on. is you already had some DNA inside you. Yeah, so like so she could be descended some... from people that were you know experimented on by Kree, doing things like infusing them with their power and crap mm-hmm. like that. Like because that's the that's what they were trying to do is infuse people with Kree DNA and like, yeah, you know it made the Inhumans and just, things went nuts. So like 
that's probably that could be that could very well be what that is. And they could be- very well be leading to the Inhumans mm-hmm. through the TV show, which would be epic. Yeah, like biggest lead in ever, and nobody saw it coming except for us. <laughs> two seasons in, yeah, and that one article that I read like a month ago. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a there's a we're definitely not the only people saying it. But. Okay, fair. <laughs> Fine, I'll give you that. I'm sure I heard it somewhere first. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm not that original. <laughs> but but yeah, it's 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 a huge deal that it's confirmed that. Well, not even confirmed. It's just it's been, agreed. Dude. It's been now mentioned in the in the show that she might be an alien. Yeah, that's huge. So I mm, thought that was really neat. Um, anything else you want to talk about before we we head out for the night? I got right. nothing. Well, uh, this is the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, and we're signing off now. Um, yeah. Thanks a lot for listening to us, guys. Thank you so, Hope so to see much. see you next week. See you next week. Peace. Peace.